if you recall, for my episode 11 to 14, I did a special series on a trip to Krabi with some of my funny friends where nonsensical and hilarious moments were made. And recently, I was having a gathering with some of my friends and they were talking about motorbikes and scooters in overseas and it reminded me of another funny trip to Krabi this time round with my cousins, some of my cousins and their plus ones and here are two of the funny moments. During the planning of our trip, one of the top priorities was for us to ride scooters there. But the thing is, none of us have a legit motorbike license. And fast forward to the first day of arrival in Krabi, after checking in into our Airbnb, we went straight to the scooter rental shop. And when we were there, the shop in charge was a lady, very nice lady, she could communicate very well in English and she asked, okay, do you have any motorbike license? And I was like, um, okay, I took out my driver's license and I showed her. And you can also check if you're in Singapore and you have a driving license, you can check. I said, uh, yeah, we have a license and you have a look, it's Moto Cars. There's a space between moto and cars. I was pushing my luck. So I said, uh, yeah, moto and cars. And she was like, you sure? And I was like, uh, yeah, I think we can ride. And I'm sure she knew that we were just trying to hustle her. And she was nice enough. She said, okay, um, you gotta be very careful, you know, because um, a lot of tourists here, they ride by and then they injured, got no time to send them to hospital. And I was like, okay, uh, we understand. So uh, don't worry, don't worry. All of my cousins and I, we have somehow rode a scooter before. But the thing is, I think my brother and maybe one of my other cousins did not ride any scooters or motorbike before. And so the deal was done after some paperwork. The shop was located in a busy district of the town, so the roadsides were busy, the road was packed with vehicles and crowded. The shop lady said we could actually just pick up the scooters immediately and head off. And this is where the problem kicks in. I saw the fear in my brother and my other cousin's face and I also showed some fear because I knew it was going to be very dangerous for them to ride a scooter immediately on a crowded road without any experience. So we had to, you know, pull this bluff off all the way, right? We caught all in so we had to pull it through all the way <laughs> and we told the lady that we are going to have a drink and a uh, food nearby so maybe we don't ride first ah. we're just gonna push the scooters and I think she giggled a bit because she knew that we were probably lying and this four of us pushed the scooters not knowing that it would be so tough we wobbled all the way we were sweating it was hot it was heavy the scooter was going left and right and we had no choice but to push it all the way until it was out of sight from that shop and we finally <laughs> rested and laughed it off. After a series of crash courses, we declared ourselves proficient in riding scooter. But happy stories usually don't last forever. On the second day, 
most of us were down with food poisoning or stomach flu so we were having diarrhea and I was one of them who got it the worst I was having fever, diarrhea, I was feeling really really weak and on the second night some of them kind of recovered uh, to a certain extent but they wanted to still head out to the town area for some shopping, riding scooters. I think maybe the passion of riding the scooters uh, helped them somehow, but I said I would give it a pass. So I was supposed to stay in the Airbnb alone. It was a huge landed Airbnb and it was a quiet area. It was very dark after they switched off the lights and I said, y'all can go ahead. I'm just gonna stay here and rest. So they went off and after they left, 15 to 20 minutes later, I was in my room alone and I heard the door and many possibilities went through my head because I had a hunch that it wasn't them. I thought that I would probably be maybe robbed or killed on site and I was really too weak to move because it was those um, situations that I think if I had moved a little, I would have shit in my pants kind. So I just laid down there on my bed and was thinking, who is it outside? And I shouted, who's there? And there was still no response. So I said, I'm dead. Like I'm really dead <laughs> because if it was my cousins and uh, their plus ones, they would have made some noises. But there was no noises. I said, oh shit, that's the end. I gathered all the gusto that's left in me and I shouted again, Who's there? Because I knew that that was my last line of defense and if that didn't scare whoever that person is off, I knew that it would be a wrap. I was just trying to hold my shit together literally and metaphorically and I thought to myself, if it's a robber and the robber walks in, I would tell him, Hey, here's my passport, here's my money, here's my handphone. I'll let him take everything, you know, just don't take the toilet paper. I said, you can take everything and if he needs my clothes, I would help him to pack too, just don't kill me, you know. And there was still no response. So I was just waiting and I knew that, okay, it's probably going to be a wrap. And not long later, my room's door opened. My room was still pitch dark because the lights were not switched on. I saw a guy's silhouette and shortly later, I realized that it's my cousin. <laughs> so what happened was, my cousin who came back was about to leave with the rest of them but he said that he couldn't hold his Lao Sai back anymore. So he decided not to join them and wanted to come back to the Airbnb to rest. And so I was really relieved. <laughs> I almost shit in my pants, like for real. <laughs> this is definitely one of the most memorable and fun trips of my life. And with adulting and the current pandemic situation, it only makes such memories more cherished and gold. And I'm sure you have your own versions as well. Um, take some time to think about it. I'm sure it'll put a smile to your face. And for those of you who still have the means to travel with your loved ones in this situation, go ahead and do it if it's all possible because it will all be worth it. 
Chinese New Year is just round the corner and I'm sure we'll be doing some spring cleaning. Some of us will be preparing to give Ang Pao, some are preparing to take them. But most importantly, we'll be looking forward to the goodies and meeting our family and loved ones. I'll still see you next week on my Spotify and Instagram at the SSHM Podcast and I'm signing off here with an extract from my episode 32, CNY Questions 101 to put us in the mood. Ayo